Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to the latest Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Sean McCormick, joined by Chris Woff and Mark Douglas. Uh, after Newcastle win, I'm pleased to report. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm uh, a bit dumbfounded, to be honest. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, start, we'll start with you, Chris. Um, great effort by Newcastle in the second half. Three players came off injured, but they, they held out for the win, didn't they? They did. I mean, first half really rode their luck, and Watford, on any other day, would have scored four or five. But... Newcastle were always going to need a bit of luck to get that first win. It hasn't gone for them so far this season. They've been unlucky in, in games, Brighton, for example, where they could and should have, have got something Man United away. And so, yes, they rode the luck first half, but second half they came out really intent. And despite losing three players, I thought Newcastle were on the front foot from the start of that second period. And as soon as they got the goal, it lifted everyone. You could feel the crowd was so with it. You could see the players visibly growing confidence. And they really battled through. There's, there's the walking wounded out there. Diame was struggling. Richie went down with cramp. So did Yedlin, a few of their players. And everyone put in so much effort. And in the end, I'd say it was, despite Watford having so many chances first off, Newcastle thoroughly deserved everything they got from that game. And Rafa says one will change everything. Well, certainly that win was huge. And hopefully now they've got a bit of momentum going forward. And Chris mentioned the crowd there, Mark. I mean, the roar when Perez scored that goal was definitely... I mean, they yeah. were really behind the team today, weren't they? Yeah, you could feel it in the second half. I think, I think to be to be fair as well, the, the fans have been good this season. They haven't really turned on the team. Um, but they just responded to the second half when the, the effort levels, I think, just cranked up a little bit. I think that you, it wasn't necessarily that Newcastle were... Um, carving Watford open for for long periods, but they did they did start to play with a little bit more guile, a little bit more craft. When Key came on, I thought he made a massive difference. As soon as they started to do that, the fans, the intensity level um, went up. And I said to Lee Ryder was sat next to me, and I said to him, "The roof will go off this place if they score here," because you could feel the players and fans were sort of feeding off each other there, because you could feel the players were sort of going through going the extra mile because they could feel that the fans were on their back and fans were on, behind them sorry backing them rather than on their back and, and it just it was basically back to what last year was a bit like all round and you felt like if they can replicate that and get that atmosphere back then Newcastle you know the season can look a bit brighter than it has done so far but um, it just goes to show doesn't it they could have been 3-0 down at half time against Brighton they could have been 3-0 up at half time it's these small margins with, with Rafa Benitez because yeah. It's never, they're not, they've not blown any teams away. Well, they've blown a few teams away, but not many. And they've certainly not, you know, they've, they've not lost heavily to many teams either. So it's really small margins. It has been all season. And today the margins went for them. And Chris, we spoke before the game about, you know, Newcastle just had to get the job done today. There were so many unwanted records on the line. No Premier League teams lost six in a row before home. And Newcastle never not won any of their first 11 games in the Premier League or in the top flight even. This is how to get the job done today, and it wasn't pretty as Mark alluded to there. You know, they really had to grind it out. They've played better this season, but ultimately they got the job done and now at relegation zone. 
They did, and there's one moment that summed the game up for me in terms of Newcastle's performance, which I'm just trying to piece out in the moment, and that was Kennedy's slide and challenge, which, which prevented what looked like a certain goal from Watford when Newcastle won it up. Kennedy's not a player you'd normally associate with doing that dirty work, really getting back and working hard, but he put in one heck of a shift, as every Newcastle player did, and it was it was through pure grit and determination they got there today. It wasn't pretty at times, particularly first half, when... That right-hand side really got exposed by by Watford. It did last season. It did again this year. And Yedlin is starting to get targeted quite a lot by Premier League teams, and that's an area Newcastle need to work at a lot. But they, they really did stick out second half, tried to get on the front foot, didn't always create the chances they needed to, but got through it. And, and psychologically, that win's huge more than anything else. It's, I was asked by someone before the game, would you rather draw the next two or win one and lose one. And yes, you get more points and win one anyway, but just the fact that Newcastle had to get that win. All everyone's talking about is, is the winless start. They had to get that first victory, and it was huge for everyone, and I include Rafa Benitez in that, because he said, stick with us, once we'll get that win, things will change. Well, they've got that win now, and hopefully now they can start to look forward a bit more positively. And how big of a psychological barrier is that on Newcastle will overcome this afternoon? Because as Chris mentioned there, if it had become 11 games without a win, People would have started mentioning the records I mentioned earlier in that question. Uh, the pressure wouldn't have been relieved as it has been now. You can see Rafa Benitez in that press conference. There's a weight off his shoulders, yeah. certainly. Um, how important is that that Newcastle got the win to you know, overcome that psychological barrier of getting that first win? It's huge because you, you kind of start to look through the, the fixture list and think, well, where's the win coming from? This game looked difficult. Next week, Bournemouth, I think, is sixth in the league. That looks difficult as well, and you start to think, well, where's the win coming from? And then, and you could see there were nerves at the end. You know, there was four minutes stoppage. Watford, had, I think, run out of gas, but because Newcastle was so nervous, they went further back and further back, and you could feel it around the stadium. I think the fans started whistling in about eighty-eight minutes, eighty-nine minutes, but we knew there was going to be stoppage time. It all sorts of adds into the into the mix as well. I think, look, Newcastle is a, as a city. I mean, we all love it, and, and it, but it, it feeds. It's quite. It's so passionate for the football club. There's such a yearning for the team to do well that it, it becomes really oppressive when the team don't, when the team aren't winning, and everything suddenly starts to look wrong. And um, and it just a win changes everything because the, you, you know we love Newcastle because it's so passionate about the football club. We are part of that. You know, we know that we we kind of add to it a little bit as well because we cover the club wall to wall. And it just gives us something else to write about. You know, we, we've been talking about all the wrong things this season um, because that's what people want to talk about. But now we can start talking about football again. You know, I mean, Chris mentioned uh, Kennedy there with that, that moment. That was brilliant, you know, because he'd been pretty feckless, to be honest, for a lot of the season so far. But for me, the moment was Richie going down injured. He was playing on one leg for half of that second half. You know, he came off injured, didn't he? He came off the side, and there's no way that it had three subs he would have he wouldn't have played. But that's what Newcastle fans have got here. A team that cares. We know they need a bit of extra quality, but I'm really impressed with them today how they didn't surrender, they didn't go back into their shells, because they could have done, because the first half they were all over the place. Yeah. And you thought and you thought, you know, lesser better Newcastle teams, sorry, have not come up with that kind of Response. They've not been able to do that, um, and and you know you have to take your hat off to the team that's built. Rafa's brought in characters, and you have to have some character to come back from what's happened so far this season, and then that first half to deliver that second half performance. So fair play to them. Newcastle fans have a team that cares, and they've proved it again today. You meant Mark mentioned character there, Chris. Obviously, Newcastle had to make three substitutions through injury. Rafa Benitez didn't want to play Solerond on the whole game. He had to battle through the 90 minutes and by the end he could barely even walk he was so tired um, but 
as luck would have it, in other in circumstances, Newcastle might have folded with the three players coming on, but all three players who come on, in terms of Key Sung Young, uh, Fabian Scher, uh, I see Perez, who was dropped today, obviously scored the winner. They all came on, they proved a point and proved their worth to Newcastle, didn't they? They did. I mean, for Perez, I, I, I agree with that. I wrote it in, in, in my five things that he did prove a point. It's been a, a poor start of the season for him. Take Man United out before this game. I think he's been very poor and he's a player that I rate quite highly. But he came on and you could see from the moment he came on that, that he wanted to prove something. His celebration, I think, said a lot as well. Um, Ke Sung Young is barely featured. Um, it's been frustrating for him. Just spoken to him out there and he's basically saying how it's been frustrating. He just had to work hard to try and get his chance and he said that before the game, he just had a good feeling that, that something was going to happen today. He came on to his chat to Fabian Scher, who there's been question marks over, not his footballing ability, we know that's there, but physicality, can he really get in there? Can he get stuck in? I thought he did. I mean, he took a couple of elbows to the face. I think that Andre Gray was lucky to stay on the pitch uh, for his challenge on him. And, and, and really, those players came on and, and, and gave Newcastle that little bit extra. And every, but every single player out there, including the ones who went off injured, I mean, Lascelles was playing a large part of the first half injured and, and Watford targeted him a little bit because of that. But you take, you, you take each of them by their merit and, and they all put in a shift as well. And this was, it was, was a team performance. And we said all along, the lack of goals Newcastle have the victories are going to come from team performances and that was that was the ultimate one really and Mark we've spoken a lot about the lack of quality in the Newcastle squad it's been evident all season um, but today you know the fringe players stood up and you know really gave a good performance out there um, Rabinez doesn't necessarily change things as often as some fans would like that's been a bit of a gripe this season he was forced to change it today mm. and arguably they made a difference. Yeah, I, I do think Key coming on for Shelby did make a, a massive difference. Shah was 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 outstanding. And and yeah, I mean that is a, I think it's a fair criticism of Rafa. And to be fair, in the press conference just now, he said, you know, he was talking in the context of about the fans, but he said, look, you know, the players have made mistakes. He said, and it's and it started with me. And it was kind of like the first time I've heard him really say, look. I've made mistakes this season and I think he'd probably accept that there have been times where he's maybe stuck with the same players um, you know, for, for a long period. Nobody would say drop John Joe Shelby because he's been one of the better players really over the course of the season but today it just felt like he was better suited for that game and maybe Watford had set themselves up to cope with Shelby and then when Key came on he's a different kind of player yeah. um, and he just gave them different kind of problems that they hadn't you know, they, they almost looked like they didn't really know they didn't really know what to do and you know, the first half, Newcastle were quite direct. They played really direct into Solomon Rondon and, and Watford looked like they could cope with that all day. Second half, Newcastle got the ball down on the floor a little bit more. Um, Shaw, Shaw, I thought, brought the ball forward really well as well. He was he was starting the attacks from, from the back. So I think he'll be a food for thought for Rafa, you know. Um, I, I think you've got to give... You've got to give the manager credit for, for setting the team up well. But I think... Today's a win for the players. They, they, you know, they deserve the plaudits today. Rafa's got Rafa will get a lot of credit because he always does. But today's about the players. You know, you, you don't see that kind of character from a Newcastle United team. You know, we've not seen enough of it really over the over the years. Uh, but this team, this group, have kind of come up with it quite a few times now. And today, I think is arguably the best yet. For me, it's almost as big as that Manchester United win last season. The caliber of the opposition was better then. But this was sort of bigger, and it's actually one of, for me, probably one of the biggest wins of the Benitez era in, in a lot of ways. If they go on, kick on, and 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 convert it, but it feels really big, and it, it just, I didn't know where the win was coming from, and the players have kind of proved a lot of us wrong, and never have we been happier. I think to be proved wrong. 
And just to finish off as a question for both of you, um, as Mark mentioned there, they've got that win, they've got over that barrier, that psychological hurdle. We didn't know where the win was coming from, they've got it now. Bournemouth at home next week, it is a difficult game, they've started the season very well, Eddie Howe's getting a lot of plaudits for his managerial abilities. Do they win next week and make it two win from two? <laughs> it's a big call to make at this stage. As, as I agree with Mark, I didn't really see the way that they won this game beforehand. I, I was trying to be as positive as I could and I predicted a 1-1 draw. But, I mean, football's a very strange game and, and Newcastle maybe have picked up a little bit of momentum, but it, we'll have to wait and see what the injuries are like. Some may argue, well, the substitutes made such a difference, they should start next week. And if, if the three players that went off are given a clean bill of health, then Rafa's going to have some big decisions to make in that regard. But I just I think that the, the now the atmosphere will feel different next week, but and the onus isn't necessarily going to be on Newcastle as much now to 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 push on and attack because they've got that first win. Yes, they're still going to be at home. Um, it, it it's a very difficult game, and I I'm I'm going to sit on the fence and not really call it either way. But I I do think now they've given themselves a bit of an opportunity going in that match. Whereas if you'd asked me three or four hours ago, I would have said I. I really didn't see how Newcastle going to win either the next two so it's just that change in, in, in the confidence you could see that visibly lifting the players and if they're going in the next week with that then they, they've given themselves certainly a chance of, of getting a positive result from that match and Mark I like your prediction as well but just thinking about it there as bad as it's been this season 10 games without a win temporarily of course because Huddersfield and Fulham play each other at the end of the weekend they're out of the relegation zone now, and we, we, if you actually look at the table, there's probably like six teams now, three of those teams are looking like they're going to go down. Mm. As bad as it's been for Newcastle, they're still in there for fighting chance, aren't they? And if they do win at Bournemouth, things are looking a lot rosier going yeah. the next international break. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's been the one thing that's given a lot of people hope, really, I think, is that Newcastle haven't been cut adrift by not winning for 10 games, because down the bottom of the division, you know, the, the, the fact is the top six now are so good, I think I read somewhere that they've only that between them they've only they've only lost twelve points this season. Newcastle played all five out of six of them, sorry, so far this season. So I mean that was always kind of on the back of your mind, and, and we always thought, look, Newcastle haven't have been very close in all the games this season. They've only conceded fourteen goals this season. They've played all the five of the top six teams. Um, they've kept two clean sheets now in a row. They kept three or four clean sheets this season. Um, you know, which is which is pretty good. There won't be too many. T- I think all the t- three teams below them have conceded more than twenty goals. So, you know, that's the, that's the real positive for Newcastle. I think that, that, you know, you could look at all these positives and say, look, they're not that far away, but until they win, it was, it was kind of immaterial. People are saying, well, you can say what you like, but if you're not winning. Um, but that, that kind of now turns on its head a little bit and you think, okay, they're not scoring a lot of goals, but not conceding a lot of goals either. So Bournemouth, you kind of say to them, well, Bournemouth, you, you're going to have to come and break Newcastle down next week. And they, I know they can do that. They can go away and, and beat teams. Um, but they're, they're going to have to come to Newcastle now and, and, and sort of pose problems for for Newcastle. So I think I think if they if they get anything out of the game next week, you'd say you go into the next international break and you think it's a little bit it's a little bit bright. And they've got Huddersfield and, and Fulham to play in two weeks in December. They've got Burnley away, which you know you'd fancy Newcastle to go and maybe get something from that game as well. Um, it looks it looks so much rosy, doesn't it? Just from from being from being there, and and I think. What will be really, really interesting, what will be really, really interesting now, and I don't like to go back to the kind of the, the subjects that we were talking about earlier in the season, but or earlier this week, but you know, we talked about protests for the last three weeks. It'll be really interesting to see the dynamic now because the fans were so important today and they were so good today that I wonder whether that'll have an impact on kind of the idea of protesting and, and all of that because you know that was always going to be the 
was always going to be the X factor really in, in the kind of the talk of protests. Rafa said today the fans made a massive difference. Will a lot of those fans who were kind of on the fence, will they sort of think, look, let's let's get the team towards the, the line or get them get them through through these next few games and then we'll talk about Mike Ashley again and, and it'll be really interesting. I can understand the arguments either way. Uh, but it, that'll be another dynamic to talk about today I think is all about the win and it's all about those players who I think were absolutely fantastic today and we're now joined by Chief Newcastle United writer Lee Ryder we'll get his thoughts on the game Lee a massive win for Newcastle this afternoon yeah absolutely I mean before the game we I think we all knew didn't we that it was going to be if they were going to win it it was going to be a narrow win and that's exactly what it was um, clean sheet gave them the foundation to go on and, and win it kept them in the game I mean, Watford were as, as impressive in spells as as we've seen over the last few weeks. Um, but you know, they gave Newcastle gave themselves a platform to go on and win it. Uh, they just seemed to be growing in confidence as the game went on. When they got the goal, it was a, it was a massive relief. And then I think the last quarter of the game, let's be honest, they were kind of like hanging on a little bit. Um, three injuries, three badly timed injuries in the space of five game time minutes. And then you know by the end I mean Rondon was like on his yeah, on his last he legs was. wasn't he, so um, yeah it was um, it was hard fought, but uh, you know as you say massive is exactly the right word to use. And we spoke before the game, Lee, when we were doing your pre-match video about you know Watford have to come here and bring Newcastle down because defensively Newcastle have been very good this season. It's just been yeah. scoring goals that's been the issue. There's no finer example of that than this afternoon. They really had to grind out that win. Yeah, and I mean what a strange. A strange goal it was really. I mean, they won the free kick, and you know I've just been speaking to, to Key down there in the the mix zone, which is where we do the interviews here, and um, he absolutely hammered hammered that towards goal, and you, you did wonder what, what if, whether he'd scored originally um, until you obviously see yeah. the replay, and it, it, it comes off. It was actually directed in the net by the head of Perez, but I just been speaking around there. And he actually said I was actually trying to shoot. Yeah, I was trying to put it in the top corner. So different things were trying. I mean. They had a great chance, didn't they, from another free kick in yeah. the first half with Shelby, and you know it was just so disappointing. And it's it's almost like you know give somebody else a go here. You know, it's like yeah. Richie and Shelby have been standing over most set pieces. It was refreshing to see someone else step up and have a go. Um, and it and it paid off. It was the the key moment of the the game, and hopefully the the turning point of the season. You mentioned the turning point of the season. You know, you've spoken to Key there. Key was one of three changes that were enforced upon Newcastle, really. Injuries to Muto, Shelby and the Cells. Key, Shane, Perez came on. All three made a difference. and it, yeah. it's, it's good to see, isn't it? Because a lot of people have spoken about the lack of depth Newcastle have. But that's yeah. three fringe, wait, two fringe players, because Perez yeah. has played a lot this season. Of course. That have come on and made a huge impact this afternoon. Yeah, they have. Um, uh, and I, I think that's probably the best we've seen Key play. I mean, he had a little substitute role last week. That's how but when he came on he was comfortable on the ball and he was like picking out them passes in terms of what he's got in his locker he's, he's very similar to Shelby isn't he um, and he's experienced in the Premier League now he's obviously played in the Premier League seven years so now he's settled in and he, hopefully he's going to get a run of games and um, it can be to Newcastle's benefit I mean the other the other subs I mean it was great to see Fabian Scher as well yeah. put in such a great performance Um I think there's much more to come from him. I think his first few games he looked a little bit like he, the intensity of English football was a bit too much for him. But today he was he was on it, yeah. uh, 
and you know the the little scrap uh, towards the end of the game just showed that he's prepared to fight for every every inch and you know Perez getting the winner great for him um, another player we've just spoken to down there who's um, who was just so relieved to get the goal um, lovely to see Alan Shearer give him a tweet yeah. as well afterwards which we informed him of down there and he was he was taken aback by it and so you've got, got to keep remembering as well with some of the players that they've got here some of these are the young lads and yeah. this is a massive football club and this, they're still learning um, and Perez is one of the first ones to put his hand up and say that um, no one in that dressing room has got more goals than him for this club so responsibility is the word he used down there and said he felt a bit of responsibility to get it so he has had a bad run he's had the criticism but today he gets the praise he gets all the headlines and that's fantastic for him and obviously Rafa Benitez was forced to make those changes he's been quite reluctant in the path it's, it's, a, it's a slight criticism Newcastle fans have levelled his way that he doesn't change things as much arguably that was because he didn't know if he could trust his players yet he didn't know whether they were up to the standard he wanted them to be at yet yeah. he was forced to make that today and if they've proven that you know, when called upon they can be relied on yeah I mean that, that's it I mean I, I was scratching my head for, for the last two or three weeks wondering how Newcastle were exactly where they were because in some games they haven't played that bad um, they've been you know they haven't been hammered in any game still haven't been hammered in any game uh, they've been as I say narrow defeats things haven't gone for them they haven't had penalties here and um, little bounces on the ball and bad luck at the end of like say the Chelsea game yeah. um, so they could have a lot more points in the in the bag I mean I've seen really bad Newcastle teams that didn't deserve anything really because they were just so pathetic but to this team I, I think they are a genuine bunch um, they do want to succeed and you know I think Lascelles said it didn't he? he said when he read read the ride act out at Southampton a few years ago that was a different group of players yeah. it was players that wanted to you know use the club as a stepping stone the players in there at the moment they actually want to be here they, yeah. they're playing for a world class manager in Rafa Benitez and they, they want to succeed and they, they want to impress the fans so I, 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 I said it earlier in the season that I was while Newcastle weren't playing well I was confident they would stay up but you know had they lost today it, you know they would have been in a, mm. a horrendous position but suddenly a win a, a win just seems to have changed the whole mood around the place and you know it has been a bit of a miserable start of the season the agenda has been dominated by off-field issues rather than what's going on the pitch whether or not yeah. that's affected with the players we don't know mm. only they know that um, but today when the goal went in you know the noise inside St James's Park was deafening the fans stuck with the players throughout the whole game. And you mentioned the unity there in the dressing room. You know, if there's one word to find that performance, it probably is unity, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you bang on the money again there. I think the the roof nearly came off, didn't it, the Gallagher, when that, that goal went in. But you could see at the end of the game, all the players came together. When the goal went in, they were all together. Uh, doesn't seem to be any clicks in the dressing room here, yeah. um, which that's, that did think at times in the past there has been but but not not in this group of players so they've now got to back it up haven't they with um, the Bournemouth game next yeah. week that won't be easy they're, they're flying high I know they got beat today but um, I think if Newcastle get back to back wins that should be just such a big a big statement going into you know the, the rest of this month 
and you know, ten games without a win going into this game, those records hanging over their heads. As I mentioned to the lads before, that no team had ever lost six home games in a row in the Premier League to start the season. Newcastle had never not won in any of their first eleven games in the top flight. If they hadn't have got that win today, it would have been such a huge psychological barrier to overcome. They've got it now. Bournemouth next week doesn't look as daunting anymore because they've beaten a, t- a very good side in yeah. Watford. If they do get that win in the inter- just before the international break, things are so much rosier again, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and that that's it. I mean, the last two international breaks or the last three international breaks, I think, they've gone in stewing in their own juices really about you know losing games, just really bad feeling around the city. Um, the whole off the field stuff intensifies, but. If they, as you say, you know, six points from these two home games would mean that they can relax a bit. Um, they can enjoy the time. They can recuperate, and then they go to Burnley. Um, yeah. at the end of the month, and then, you know, the season could could turn again. Um, but you know, without getting carried away, and I think Rafa was very good in his press conference as ever when he said basically, you know, the would have um a Sunday training session. So yeah. that 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 just underlines what what's going on at the club at the minute that, you know, don't get carried away. Enjoy tonight, enjoy match day, but you're gonna be back in training tomorrow, which means, you know, in the past I think players would have gone out and had a party in the city. They won't be able to do that yeah. now. And you know, Rafa wants it to be all about football. They'll go into training tomorrow and uh start the preparations for Bournemouth and I think uh I think that's that's exactly what's needed. And just to finish, Lee, yep. you know, there had been 10 games without a win. Everyone knew how bad it was going into today. But that win is, you know, it could be temporarily depending on the Fulham Huddersfield result. But it has lifted them out of the relegation zone now. And they've always been in touch with a group of about six teams, three of yeah. those teams that it looks like are going to go down on that group of six. Um, but, you know, things actually, when you, when you actually analyse it in terms of the table, weren't as bad as we were all fearing it. No, that's it. I mean, it's. It's not like they've been sort of marooned at the bottom. Um, that then, that when you get cut adrift, like West Brom did last year, um, then that that I mean I know West Brom did rally back a bit, but you know it was the one hiding and nothing really. But I think the fact that it is so tight down there, I mean, so I think someone made a a joke in the press room about getting into Europe uh, <laughs> shortly after the game, but no, look. It, the thing put a good sequence. To, I mean, Rafa did say two weeks ago that it was going to be about the next nine games. So if they can get like three or four wins from from that sequence, then it just eases the pressure a little bit. Um, this season is always going to be hard because of the lack of spend in the summer. You go into January. I mean, what what's the chances that Newcastle, you know, head towards January and they're like around the 25, 28 point mark, and then all of a sudden. They don't feel like they have to spend the money again. You know that that's just a vicious circle sometimes yeah. at Newcastle. So, but for now we enjoy the win, and I think it's um, it's just a great relief around the city tonight. And I'm sure Newcastle fans will be enjoying themselves in the city now. It's been a it's a long time since they've had a win to celebrate. Um, thanks for joining me, Lee. Uh, we've been the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Stick with us throughout the weekend and the rest of this week as we bring the reaction to today's win over Watford, as well as the build up to Bournemouth. Thank you very much.